I'm Brittany Pacheco. Hi, I'm George Luna. And I'm Franklin Cooper. And we are the Watchers in the Basement, bringing you a very special edition because the three of us are going to be talking about one of our new favorite shows, and it is called Gangs of London. It is a show that premiered on AMC here in the States, but it's actually something out of the UK. And it first, of course, uh, was shared in the UK. And I want to turn it over to Frank because he was the one who got George and myself into this show. So Frank, take it away. Yeah, so um, it's a it's an AMC Plus original. Um, you can watch live episodes when the season's are, are, are live. Um, but I had to watch it through YouTube Live, and then thanks to Brittany, I was able to watch the finale on her on her Xfinity. But it's a show based in London. Um, it's a it was a, it's a Sky original show, so that that's a that's a a UK um, production company. But AMC got the rights to it. Um, just a, it's it's modern day London. Pretty much centers around this mob boss who, um, by the name of Finn Wallace, um, he has his network of different um, gangsters, different different mobs and gangs that that operate in different countries all throughout Europe. Um, but episode one kicks off; he mysteriously gets killed, and and the son Sean Wallace, he and the and the family, the mother who's played by um, uh, Michelle Farley, who played Captain Stark in Game of Thrones. She's the mother of uh, and, uh, of Sean Wallace and Billy and their sister, I can't remember her name, but uh, Jack, it pretty Jacqueline. much around Finn Wallace trying to figure out who, who killed who killed Finn Wallace and who had the most to gain from his killing. And with his murder, a lot of things um, spiraled out of control and offset a, a chain of events. So that's kind of what the story takes off and starts off. So George, because you and I obviously had no idea, you know, what the show was about. Frank put us onto it. What was your overall uh, feelings about this show, even just after that first episode? It was cinematic to me. Like the, just ha- like cinematically, it was amazing. Like we start off with that scene where the, he's hanging some guy off a building, like, and it starts off like that. And then the camera twirls and it does all this cool stuff. And just, just from that shot in the beginning, uh, which also confused me, by the way, because I had to ask Frank, I was like, who the fuck was that guy that he hung? Because I thought it was the guy, he caught it, the guy, and it was going back and forth. So I was very confused. But Frank told me it was just a random person. Mm-hmm. So if people get confused by that, it's just a random person. Spoiler alert, like, I, I think we should say, like, spoiler alert for all of this stuff. <laughs> already, Frank already said that he, the dude died. Uh, so I think people should definitely watch it before even watching this episode of uh, of our show but well, it makes the viewers feel any better he gets killed in the first 10 minutes of the show so <laughs> so he i mean it, it it's it sets off pretty quickly after that but still it's a, it's a it's an hour and a half long episode which is basically like a like a movie so mm-hmm. it reminded me of like sherlock length like type like they basically feel like short films mm-hmm. for the episode and I, I thought it was great the pace was fine uh that it was an hour and a half long, so it's okay for it to be a little slow because you have so much time. But no, I loved it. Like, it was really good. Uh, it made me start thinking, like, who would do this to them because you're introduced to so many people. And uh, yeah, but this, this episode was, the for it to be a pilot of this show was amazing. And I'm going to say this is probably my favorite British drama show like of all time and Sherlock's up there too but I think mm-hmm. that might 
number two now. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, I personally don't watch a whole lot of British TV, you know, anything that comes from BBC and what have you. But when I do watch things, I generally do enjoy it, uh, albeit sometimes the accents are just a little too difficult to understand just because you've got, you know, Irish actors, Welsh actors, etc. Um, but let's jump into the premise of this show and the fact that Frank also, you know, talked a little bit about uh, this first episode of Gangs of London. I don't believe there's actually any titles to each episode. It's just kind of episode one, two, three, all the way through 10. So before uh, we really even break down what happened in episode one, we will be breaking down each episode. So you're going to have 10 weeks worth of Gangs of London, which I'm really excited about. I know Frank for sure is excited to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he really enjoyed this show. And I, I did too. I really did too. I even you know, got John to watch it himself. And yeah, we were, we were pretty hooked about just the events that were going on, the characters, the intensity of Sean Wallace, who is the son of the late Finn Wallace. But before uh, I really get too ahead of myself, we see that the opening of this episode starts off with, as George and, and Frank talked about, uh, Sean Wallace is at the very top of a building, which I was like, how the hell did he get access to this? But we later get answers to that. But yes, he is torturing just some random person and hanging the dude upside down and eventually will set you know, a, a rope on fire that's, I guess, hanging, uh, keeping the dude hanging upside down and dude burns and falls to his death and it's just like who the fuck is this dude and why is he doing this what we later find out again is the fact that finn wallace who is the head of the wallace family head of uh just many many other organizations if you will um is in cahoots with many other type gangsters you know he's dead he was murdered by some uh random guy turns out being like a they're, I think they're called Irish travelers, but they're gypsies. It's gypsies, a community. Yeah. It's a community um, within the UK that one dude got a text message on like a burner type phone, just a location of where he needs to go. He's joined by a friend of his and they take off to a territory that's, I guess it's known as Albanian territory. So the fact that these two Irish um, gypsies are, you know, taking on a job and the job is to kill Finn Wallace. Now they don't know who they're going to kill. They just have, you know, location, whatever. But the fact that you're killing the head of a, of, you know, a mob or a gang or whatever you want to call it. First of all, are gangs and mobs to this extent, even real, you know, is this something that you would actually see in London? Because I'm sure the whole is. thing is crazy. I'm Look, sure. There's sure. a lot of money in London, and I, I promise you, most of that money is not clean money. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. There, it, it's, it's real to an extent. Like all that stuff definitely happens in real life. Yes, absolutely. So, like I said, we've got uh, one guy, I think his name is Darren. He's the one that got the call, that the text message on the burner phone to kill uh, Finn Wallace. And the, so much action even just happens like right at the get-go right with with uh the gunshots and the fact that finn doesn't go down immediately i mean he gets shot in the fucking face and i'm like and by the way finn wallace is played by cole meany and i've seen him in a few other movies shows i think predominantly uh british you know of course uh, productions but 
um he's a great actor too he's always playing like kind of like a hard ass and um so I think for him to be cast in this role of like the head of a, a gang gangster family was just you know appropriate but then we see that his driver who's outside of the building is also you know gonna attempted to be killed by the friend who came with Darren and and that was just insane as well I'm like this is intense like Frank when you had said the level of violence in this show was like almost Game of Thrones like but in a modern day twist holy shit (laughs) oh yeah they don't and like you you can tell by watching because I I watch a lot of AMC shows I've seen Breaking Bad I've seen Walking Dead I've seen a lot of these different shows at AMC but if you when you watch this series, you can tell that this is not an AMC original. It's not something that inher- AMC created. This is something they inherited um, mm-hmm. because the level of violence I've never seen before um, uh, in this show, it's, it's, it kind of gives you an insight of like how violent mobs and gangs can be when the money is fucked with, when, when, when product is fucked with, or anything that has to do with business is fucked with. Like, Mm-hmm. The level of violence is very, very demonstrated in this show, and and, and it. But like, I will say this: is to me, it's not senseless violence. I, I think for the storyline that's 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 conveyed, it really brings out the importance of like all the moving parts, um, from from the drug from the drug line to the to the construction that that, that all this money was was founded to even mm-hmm. like the money that's being moved around by the, by by an accountant on the show. Like all these things are all. Uh, great level of importance and when there and when there's um interruption going on with these things you know violent often ensues uh in this world so i do like how the violence was it was violent but it was very well played in my opinion yeah for sure and it's i think what you said about moving parts is so essential of course in the storyline because we will be introduced to other you know gangster families um george if you want to talk about that with um, all these different members who come to pay their respects to uh, Finn Wallace and his family. So uh, we see some very interesting characters um, come to the house. Yeah, we see uh, a lot of people, like basically all the heads of separate, like, I, I don't know what to call this. I, I think basically the Wallace family is like the head family mm-hmm. uh, of London. And the, all these people have their separate like areas and territories that, and, but they all work together in a, in a certain way. Like the Wallaces allow these people to do business in like whatever territories they can have their own thing, but they're still the boss in the end. Mm-hmm. And after we see uh, the father die, we see uh, Sean Wallace, his son, like, I think he's, he's just like young and he has like a lot to prove and he gets i think he gets ahead of himself and Mm -hmm. he's not thinking rationally because his dad's dead and he just wants to get like payback Mm -hmm. but little does he know with all the people that he goes into that meeting and when they're all sitting at the table and he basically cuts everybody off and is fucking up everybody's business which is not going to play out well because you're fucking with everybody's money Right. And it's also important to make note about not only are the Wallaces, of course, at the head and in control, they also are in partnership with a family called the Dumanis. And the Dumanis are um, interesting family dynamic because the fact that you have Ed Wallace, Ed Wallace, sorry, Ed Dumondi, eh, I cannot even say his name, 
Ed Dumani, and also known as Salador, Salador San from uh, Game of Thrones, which I had to point out to Frank because he's, you know, there's, there's a couple of Game of Thrones actors in here, but I was really surprised to see him. I'm like, that's the greatest pirate that ever was and ever will be. <laughs> the hell away from that role too. Yeah, for sure. George, are you going to say something? No, no, I was just, I was pointing at him. Oh, okay, there you oh. go. <laughs> I was just like, he has a question. No, yeah, you're right. So yes, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, George has pointed out who Ed Dumani is, but he also is kind of assuming control in such a way because he feels that Sean is in such a state of shock and, and mourning that he's not in the right mind to make decisions or to be head of the family. And rightfully so, as George has so eloquently put it, you know, he's fucking shit up with all these other families. But Ed Dumani also has two children and a grandson. We have Alex Dumani, who is like the accountant to the Wallace family organization. Uh, we have Shannon, who um, has her son. And, you know, it's just quick introductions of who they are and that kind of thing. Um, but they do play a very important role throughout this whole season. And so as Ed and Alex are trying to uh, meet with these other families and to reassure them that, okay, uh, we are going to investigate about Finn's death. And, and, you know, in other words, saying like, you guys here are just as much uh, suspects as like, you know, other people, any unknown. And so, you know, you have to play that game very well because if these people are not necessarily equally powerful, but they have the resources to fuck up your life, like you've got to tread lightly, right? And so, yeah, Sean comes in and bulldozes everything that Ed, Dumani and Alex are saying. Um, we do see one character that apparently is going to, or rather is running for uh, London as mayor and so he's kind of treated a little differently everyone who walks in the house is like searched or whatever he's just kind of you know mosey on in like no one's business um but again that's that's also going to be a character that will be of some importance and um frank talk about your girl that you absolutely love in this show and just how much of a badass she is Oof. lolly boy Lolly, Lolly, Lolly. So Lolly, I, I believe she's from Kazakhstan, if I'm not mistaken. Is it Kazakhstan? It's it's a it's an Eastern European country. So she's 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 pretty much the head, the head boss of, of her division when it comes to moving product, um, weapons, the whole shebang and bang. So um she takes great offense when Sean pretty much cuts everybody off with the product. So um, a little bit of backstory, Lolly uh, and her people, uh, I don't want, I can't remember, I can't, I can't remember the country, but they have a little bit of bad blood with another, another rival. Uh, another I think it was, partner. I think it was Turkey. I think they had some rivalry Turkey? against the Turkish people, correct? Okay. Oh, they have, they have beef with the Turkish people, right? I think so. Okay. So, so there's another um, partner slash rival um um and and the twist is that rival his son is running for mayor of london that that's the twist so they don't really so you find out throughout the season um why there's so much bad blood in between these two rivals mm -hmm. who sean or finn Wallace was working all with um i think i think it kind of demonstrates how strong finn was how even though a lot of these individual um partners had beef with each other Finn's personality was able to have them focus on one goal in mind, which is making money, 
and right. making London a better place um, as mm -hmm. far as, you know, uh, exponential growth, as far as economy. That was, that was, that's what we're led to believe. But as soon as Finn, Finn dies, this rivalry between Raleigh and this other, this other rival um, leader really mm -hmm. showed his ugly head. But um, she's as ruthless as she is beautiful. Like she, she is very, she's all about, she's all about business, but at the same time, She's the type of person when you wrong when you wronged her, she she she, she plays long con. Like she's kind of bailish in a way where she doesn't forget and she's always she's she's putting building blocks to get your ass back. So I mean this yeah. Molly plays a huge, huge part in what plays out from from, from season one to the to the finale of uh, of season one as well. Mm -hmm. And George, there's actually a group of of gangsters, if you will, that were not invited to the house. Albanians. for the waltzes mm -hmm. talk yes, about the, them the albanians weren't i don't think they showed up because they they feel like because it happened in their ter territory that sean wallace was going to act irrationally which he probably would have <coughs> and uh they, they just kind of avoided that confrontation but they show up to the to his funeral the actual funeral mm -hmm. and uh, they kind of made a scene but he let it go because he's in public and mm -hmm there's something going on between the Albanians and with Wallace that mm -hmm. we don't know about. And uh, you kind of see that in this beginning episode, like, like maybe they had a slight something to do with it, or you just kind of notice something's going on, but the full story is not being told yet. So uh, yeah, but that's what happens with the Albanians. And I, then I think we're introduced to Elliot and that honestly Elliot's scene and the introduction of Elliot in this episode is probably the best thing that happened in the show yeah and and go ahead and talk about Elliot I mean he's he's pretty pivotal in this entire show yeah so at, at first when we see Elliot he's like he's walking and he's picking up some money that's hidden in some alleyway or something like that and then he goes and takes the money to uh what Walder Frey <laughs> <laughs> from game of thrones another game of thrones cast member uh i don't know his name on the show if anyone in the show his name is jim he's played by david bradley but yeah. yes go ahead jim so he gives the money to him and uh there's a little fun little exchange he's like he's like buy yourself a beer and then give me the best the rest of my money because he was trying to skip <laughs> the and then uh so he's when he's walking back he they drop like some flowers from the the funeral car and there, he goes ahead and uh, he puts it back for them. And I, at first I thought he was like gonna try and kill one of the, I didn't know who he was. So I didn't really know where the show was going, but I right. thought he was gonna do something to them. But uh, yes. but then we see he works for the, the, not the family, but he works for a similar mob, like a gang that works for the mob. And uh, yeah, we're introduced to Elliot and he, he finds out like uh, the. I don't remember if he goes and he he sneaks into a meeting, right? So, so so during the funeral, as Ed is you know kind of giving the eulogy or what have you, Alex, his son, is in the alleyway with um, a lot of the people who work for them, yeah. as well as I believe um, there's there's someone from I'm assuming Scotland's Scotland Yard who's on the payroll of the Wallaces and so through that meeting he got CCTV footage of the fact that the driver for Finn Wallace was 
uh, taken by someone in a black van and what have you. So he's showing that video to the people who work for the Wallace family and Elliot stumbles, you know, stumbles. He, he, he has a mission. Okay. He, his mission is to get into the Wallace, you know, good graces. And he says to him, Oh, I know that guy. I know that van because they're, they're in the pub right now. And they're part of uh, Luan, who's the Albanian kind of head of, if you will. And he said, yeah, that's, that's Besmer. Besmer is the same guy wearing the same jacket as you see in this video. And so uh, Alexander tells uh, one of the, I think his name is Mark or something. He tells Mark to go with Elliot, to go investigate this whole thing in the pub and to, you know, try not to make a scene, but that totally goes to shit very quickly. But the fact, but the fact that I absolutely was so excited about the scene because it gave me Kingsman vibes. The fact that like the, the fighting sequence, the styles and just the camera movements was just so focused on like the central, you know, you know, it the same bar from Kingsman. <laughs> yes, it did. I mean, hello UK, but the fact that like shit ensues, like just like that and people are being just destroyed in such creative ways yeah. what, what what did y'all feel about this fight scene it was way more brutal than kingman like it, i i understand what y'all mean like the the camera and everything but god that was brutal you could see bones breaking you, you saw this guy's like femur just like pop out of his it was it was crazy you see arms break you see needles like darts going in people's eyes the dart can we talk about that? Because the fact that that is what Elliot used pretty much throughout the whole thing. He gets a hold of darts and he's taking people out left and right with the darts. Frank, have you seen anything like this before? I have not. Like the, 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 the manipulation with weapons on this show, it's like you see darts, you see a guy use a pin at one point. You see like, you see the ax scene later on in the season. Like, like some of the some of the cinematography work with weapons or things are used as weapons, it's just ridiculous. It's um, but it's in a great way. It gave me Kingsman as well, but it gave me John Wick vibes as well because it was just so that the long continuous shots and stuff mm -hmm. with, the, with the fighting scenes, um, I, it, it makes it more intense because like there's no cut-ins, there's no there's no there's no different painting of angles. It's all one continuous shot. Mm -hmm. a lot of these fighting scenes which makes it you don't want to blink your you don't want to blink because you feel like you miss something yeah no that's a great way of putting it so just really quick i mean george talked a little bit about the different ways bones are breaking but this is kind of how it goes everything is a weapon a glass ashtray is shoved into a guy's mouth uh, a knee broken on the 90 degree angle of the wraparound bar uh elliot's own body which um breaks i think he breaks someone's neck when he's flipped into him the dart, as I said, he uses to, you know, stab and slash everyone and a concrete wall that Elliot slides someone faced against, leaving a sticky trail of blood. I mean, talk about resources, you know, at your fingertips, right? He uses everything around him to become a weapon, but he, he still is after Besmer, who's the Albanian driver uh, for Luan, it looks like, and again, who most... Uh, definitely kidnapped Finn Wallace's driver and so they that ensues they're running through like a park they're running through like like apartment stairs you know knocking people down left and right what have you and and as uh, Besmer tries to escape from the roof of, of I guess I guess this apartment 
complex. Um, he ends up, you know, falling, breaking his his leg, and Elliot is able to, you know, get a hold of him. But as you know, the other Albanians, I believe, come to, you know, uh, see what's going on in their van, and so Elliot, with the dart in hand, is you know holding Besmer hostage and basically says, you know, um, you know, take me to to uh, Finn Wallace's driver. And that's pretty much how the episode ends. Crazy last few minutes of the episode. How cold do you have to be to kidnap someone with a dart? Listen. <laughs> and the fact that he got all the way to their lair and their, their, their area to get to where the driver was by holding a dart is crazy to me. Yeah, it's, it's, it, 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 made me, it made me more curious of, of Elliot's character because I was like a guy who's that resourceful with those kind of fighting skills who just keep popped out of nowhere it seems like like mm-hmm. I, I think the show did a great job of like introducing him believing you wanting more like who the fuck is this guy where is he from what's the connection why does he care so much I think and and I think the story building with his character really um shows through throughout the throughout the season mm-hmm. so after watching this first episode because I know I messaged Frank um there after watching the first episode about okay this is who I think you know took out Finn Wallace or you know immediately I I think I told you Frank I think it was Billy who is Mm -hmm. Sean's other brother who Mm -hmm. looks to be like he's gone through some rough stuff you know drugs that kind of thing he's just he he's a a very uh, he needs to be taken care of let's put it that way Mm -hmm. um and I was like I'm I'm I want to say it's Billy, but then after hearing what Ed said, um, I think it's in the next episode of the actual like funeral and such. I'm like, oh, this this guy did it. Like it has to be him. You know, you, he uh, makes a. What's that? I, I agree with you. I think the same. I thought the same thing. The first episode, I was like, these guys seem fishy. I don't know, like <laughs> the Demami family. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. They just seem like too calculated. They know a lot. They were very, like, very smart in how they're going about things. I was like, it could be them. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think it's safe to say that neither one, all, all three of us didn't think it was, it was the Albanians because it was just too obvious. Like, yeah. why would they do something on their own turf yeah. to, to, to yes. the, the ringleader? So I think it was, that was, we, we all made to rule them out. You know? Yeah, for sure. I figured it was someone, like, someone close someone within you know uh, the organization itself wallace and even at one point i'm like oh maybe it was the wife you know maybe it was michelle Farrelly's character uh i think her name is marion in the show mm-hmm. i was like maybe maybe it was her maybe she wanted to take control of the family maybe it was ed because he was like the sidekick partner and he wanted to take <clears throat> control you know what i mean like trying to figure out who you know who could have you know issued that that order right mm-hmm. um but you know you you all out there are just gonna have to keep uh, watching this podcast or go ahead and watch uh gangs of london in binge mode like we all did because you know two days <laughs> yeah be like george <laughs> be like george watch it in two days no but so some other quick little things um before we wrap up the show is the fact that as i said it aired in the uk but it is currently on amc plus uh streaming service George, what is another way if you don't have AMC on your um, cable subscription? Where where else can you watch this? So what I did, there was a a trial for ninety nine cents for two months uh, on AMC for AMC Plus on uh, Amazon Prime, 
So if you go to Amazon Prime and like, you know how they have the channel hubs, they'll have the AMC one, AMC plus, and you can try it out for 99 cents for two months. And that's what I'm doing. I finished all the shows. So that's a steal. Yeah. I'm going to cancel it. (laughs) (laughs) So far. So for all you uh, Amazon Prime members, you know, this is something available to you because I'm pretty sure, especially with COVID, like everyone's got Prime and buying shit that they don't need and watching stuff that, you know, (laughs) they might not have, you know, watched otherwise. Um, Invincible, still haven't watched it. But anyway, um, so in in terms of Sean and Alex, there's obviously like a struggle that's going to ensue between the two, you know, these are um, they grew up like family, you know, the Dumanis did live with the Wallaces when they were young. And so Alex, um, let me just also point out the casting of, you know, so many ethnic people is like top notch in this show. And obviously, yeah. And obviously, you know, London, if, if you all, which we all, I believe have been to London, um, there's so many, oh, George hasn't, but it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. There's, there's so many diverse uh, people, their cultures, languages, and and what have you. So the very fact that this show will show you just a plethora of different uh, people, persons of color, um, and it's intense, y'all. I mean, it's intense. Be sure to put on those subtitles because one, like I said, the accents can be a little difficult, but there are a lot of language um, dialects, you know, from English to uh, Welsh to to uh, Albanian, et cetera, et cetera. So that's just a little tidbit for you all there. Um, but the fact that um, we kicked off this show and it, it really draws you in because you do want to find out what's this whole Wallace family, who killed this guy, and what is like Lale and uh, Nasir, who is the son that's going to be uh, running for mayor of London like what who are all they and what's their you know what do they have up their sleeves right so it did a great job reeling me in because I was like oh I gotta know more like I I just have to know more so shout out to Frank for putting us on to gangs of London oh yes he's so thank modest you. look at I him appreciate that. thank you so much <laughs> just, just so that the viewing public knows I was stomping on the table about this show and I finally got two uh, of the of the of the four watch three, two of the three remaining watches to watch. So, well, <laughs> maybe four because Nathan Nathan hasn't watched it yet either. But yeah. we'll we'll get Nathan back in in the swing of things. We'll we'll bring him back. Mark my word. Absolutely, absolutely. But um, I look. It's I can't wait to break the show down from episode to episode. I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch them too weekly. Just just so I just so it's fresh in my brain because. Uh, there's some things in a, in a mob slash game show I've never seen before in this show. It, it's very groundbreaking in what in what transpires in so many so many of these episodes. That's just I will never forget. It's so memorable. So yeah, for it's, sure. It, it's crazy. Episode six with you guys. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think episode six was by far the craziest episode. Um, I had to watch it twice because I was just like, there was so much. Not that happened that's one of the craziest things like i've seen on tv yeah 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 me too For sure. me too I, I was i was probably guessing myself i had a i had a i i rewound i rewound the last 20 minutes i think twice two times in a row i just couldn't believe what was going on so that wraps up our episode of gangs of london be sure to check it out on amc george told you to uh look it up on amazon prime as well so that's cool and be sure to tune in to the watchers in the basement 
for our next review and recap of episode two of Gangs of London. Guys, Frank, tell them about how they can find the Watchers in the Basement on social media. Absolutely. So on Facebook, Twitter, and IG, we are Watchers in the Basement. So go on there, check out all the latest updates on when episodes drop. Um, and yeah. Don't forget about YouTube as well. And be sure to subscribe, hit that notification bell, leave a like and a comment, even a dislike. That's cool. You know, it happens. Oh, <laughs> it's interaction. <laughs> it's interaction. It's fine. George, tell them about our audio podcast. Yeah. So if video podcast is not your thing, you can go ahead and listen to us uh, through Anchor FM, uh, or we also have a Google podcast, uh, Apple podcast and uh, Spotify. Just search the watches in the basement and you can find us there make sure to leave us a five-star review uh if you enjoy the podcast we definitely appreciate it and it definitely helps us out uh so yeah i think that's it and last but not least to our audience help grow the watchers in the basement by using hashtag watchers basement on facebook twitter instagram and you know word of mouth always works too so as george and frank said you know be sure to uh find us on social media give us five star rating and be sure to subscribe so thanks again for joining us today we appreciate you being here we'll be back next time for episode two of gangs of london and for frank george and myself we're out of here see you next time g-o-l <laughs> <laughs>